Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. I'm Christy, I've been vegan for five years and I have a six and a half year old daughter and I'm 23 weeks pregnant. Hiya, I'm Becky, Um, I've been vegan for 34 years now. I've got two boys, um, one of them is eight, nearly nine, and the other one is six. Hi, my name is Emma, I've been vegan for about six years. Um, and I have a 14-month-old daughter. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about our experiences of a vegan pregnancy. So I'm guessing you have you both had vegan pregnancies? Yeah. 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 So with Lana, I was vegetarian, but so this is my first vegan pregnancy that I'm 23 weeks into. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so... I've got a list of things to um, kind of talk about, but is there anything that you think is significantly different in a vegan pregnancy to a a non-vegan pregnancy? My immediate thoughts are no. Um, The biggest thing is iron. So so you're probably recommended um, by your midwife anyway to take a supplement. So I can't imagine, you know, if. Uh, the advice would be any different for vegetarians but um one of the biggest things is during pregnancy and breastfeeding um the recommended amount of iron um is 27 milligrams well you get about 27 30 ish um, and that's from your from like any pregnancy supplement supplement but that's also an issue just in a general pregnancy isn't it you find a lot of um omnivores and vegetarians i was low in iron I'm in low and nine all the time but um, in my last pregnancy I I think well I had a supplement the whole time but it's not an uncommon problem for any pregnancy to get low and iron so I think that's um, quite similar isn't it oh Um, yeah yeah for sure yeah I didn't actually in my first pregnancy I wasn't actually taking any supplements I took Mm -hmm. folic acid at the beginning um, and I didn't actually take a vitamin I always had I've always had like soy milk and stuff that's fortified and B12 and that sort of thing. Um, I was being really healthy and making stuff smoothies every morning and everything like that. And yeah, I didn't actually take anything else. Um, but when I had my, all my blood tests and everything, my iron was absolutely perfect. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. And then my second pregnancy, I did actually start taking a supplement when my first son was about eight months old because I started feeling a little bit lightheaded um, and a friend who's a doctor said maybe start taking an iron supplement because he's probably draining you from breastfeeding and um, so at that point I started taking a supplement and then yeah my second pregnancy I was absolutely fine with my iron levels as well but that was just from a normal um, pregnancy supplement. Hmm. I um, So when I first became pregnant it was one of my things to look like I was looking for a vegan pregnancy um multivitamin and Mm. 
I was looking at them and comparing what the ingredients were with my normal vegan supplement that I take anyway. And I was really confused because they're pretty much the same. So it, yeah. I actually asked the midwife and I said, like, what's the important thing to think about with um, the multivitamin? And they said the only two vitamins that they ask to be supplemented is vitamin D and folic acid. And mm. um, so she said, as long as it's got that, it doesn't matter if it's a pregnancy one or not. But he said, mm. but she said, you've got to make sure there's not vitamin A in the pregnant in in the yeah. normal one. So there wouldn't be vitamin A in a pregnancy one, but in a um, standard uh, multivitamin, there might be vitamin A, and too much vitamin A can be detrimental to the baby's growth. So it doesn't. You don't have to go and get a pregnancy multivitamin, and like you, Becky, you don't even have to get a multivitamin. But there's yeah. the vitamin D and the folic acid you want to try and increase. And then, you know, I take a multivitamin to cover my back, really, so that you're not having yeah. to worry so much about the effort of cooking, particularly in early pregnancy when you kind of don't want to eat anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was one of my biggest um, challenges so far, I think, was negotiating the, the the what multivitamin to take. So that was quite reassuring that she said that the only two that they ask is vitamin D and folic acid. So mm. it's just like an added benefit to have the multivitamin to, um, I guess, protect yourself. Um, but yeah, so well, I, I finished off. Hmm? I was going to say, it's like I am. Um, I know, sorry, you go on. Yeah, I was just going to say on. I finished off my normal because also I had quite a few multivitamins still in the pack and so I was like I don't want to just throw these away so I finished off my normal ones and then I bought a multi um a pregnancy multivitamin one and I think yeah. they were I was worried because I had an extra iron tablet because I was low in iron um I didn't know whether they were reacting because the calcium sometimes the iron tablet can react to the higher calcium levels and I was feeling sick, early pregnancy anyway, oh. but I wasn't sure if it was the combination. So I went back to my um, general multivitamin for a bit and now, yeah, now using up the pregnancy ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to know because you kind of kind of think, am I spending extra money on something I don't need to? When mm. the other one, but as you said, it, it's about, about, about the vitamin A because I, um, so I, I checked on that one. Um, and for ages, I was taking a specific pregnancy one um, and pretty much throughout the time I was breastfeeding, I'm still breastfeeding, but for about a couple of months, I've been taking, um, I think I've been taking just a general uh, multivitamin. Um, I think, which one is it? It's, um, I'll, remember, I'll remember in a minute. Um, but I checked, I checked with the company whether it was suitable for breastfeeding and they confirmed it was. So so I'm, I'm just taking that but i'm supplementing my iron slightly because the one i'm taking um it, it it contains 14 milligrams of iron so i'm just taking so i've just I, i've just i'm just i'm just taking an extra iron supplement to supplement the rest yeah i think it, it definitely helps so like on the on a similar line like early pregnancy morning sickness what did you guys do if you can remember becky it was quite a while ago not so far away for you yeah. <laughs> um what did you do to kind of like there's this added pressure being vegan and being pregnant and so mm. everything like any kind of um 
difficulties or challenges or anything people are always like oh it's because you're vegan so Mm. how did you manage either people's comments but also just like your um lack of wanting to eat but still get the nutrients particularly in early pregnancy so like you know all I you know I had the smallest meals um I pretty much ate cheese and grape sandwiches for lunch all the time um (laughs) obviously Vivo Life extra mature cheese because that's the best um (laughs) but and I can't even remember what did but and crumpets and stuff and Mm. kind of like the reassurance of the multivitamin I was like yeah it's okay I'm having that each day so um but then you know it doesn't sound very healthy it's not very nutritionist mm. you're not getting all the variety of foods and um i can imagine that an omnivore would go well when i was vegetarian i think i went to the same just carbs um mm. yeah what did you guys do to try and reassure yourself that you're getting the vitamins or the multi nutrients or what do you say to people who blame it on veganism yeah <laughs> i didn't i was actually really lucky that i didn't really suffer too much with sickness or anything I was my second one I felt a little bit queasy um but the first one I didn't even realize I was pregnant till I think I took the test at 10 weeks I've been in Australia for sort of four weeks over Christmas and I just got a bit grumpy about having a barbecue constantly (laughs) and um yeah that was a bit I was a bit like I kind of went off all the sort of meat alternatives like I was eating lots of the um like the fries chicken burgers and things and I was they started to make me feel a bit icky but yeah I mean I was very lucky and didn't really suffer my sister's like just had two pregnancies in the last sort of three years and had horrendous sickness mm. um but she had girls I had boys and I've got a theory mm. that you get more sick with girls okay. <laughs> but yeah I didn't actually I mean comments I didn't tell my midwives that I was vegan because I just yeah. didn't want any um sort of backlash from it so I just kept it quiet and so when I had like my perfect iron levels I was just a bit you know secretly smug that I was all right (laughs) but yeah and I was I just generally kept quiet and what kind of foods attention so what kind of foods did you restrict end up like just eating can you remember yeah just I mean with my first pregnancy obviously you have a lot more time don't you with the first one when with your second you've got a toddler to deal with or a child to deal with um and I was yeah making myself like green smoothies you know I'd bought myself a Vitamix so I had really nice smoothies every morning and yeah I was actually yeah I wasn't that wasn't that queasy so I was eating pretty normal lots of fruit and veg and okay trying to yeah whereas my second pregnancy I just ate just much more regular diet no smoothies because I had no time for smoothies (laughs) (laughs) how are you well um so so i had a, had a pretty good pregnancy i had a little bit of early of morning sickness in the beginning but um i found sort of the best way to handle that was you know those wristbands yeah mm. so i got those because I, I remembered because I, I used to get um travel sick as a child um on car journey so i kind of i kind of remember that i just went to the chemist and got one of those and yeah, they were they were pretty good. Um, in terms of my diet, it was pretty much what I was I was eating anyway, like oats in the morning, lots of fruit, veggies, um, beans, um, that sort of thing. I was yeah. um, also I was I was eating extra because uh, for some reason in the afternoons I just got really hungry. Um, 
but I, I was managing to exercise most exercise in the mornings and I changed and I, and I started walking to work until I was about six months um uh, from from six months I was I was getting the bus again but it was a it was a pretty good pregnancy um in fact I think um I think a whole foods vegan diet pretty much is a perfect pregnancy diet because mm, you're not yeah because like um a lot of because like for example like um like some some cheeses some some fish and such um they advise not to have during pregnancy but mm. you know you know veggies fruits grains they're pretty low risk foods really yeah so like you Becky I haven't told the midwife that I'm vegan but um because <laughs> it's like it doesn't really come up in conversation does it they don't say oh no. what food do you eat what diet um anything like that but obviously she said in the first in the booking in she said so I'll just tell you about some foods that you shouldn't be eating yeah and I was like yeah, I don't eat them anyway um yeah. <laughs> she didn't comment anything it's like yeah I'm not going to eat them so it's fine so and yeah, it, yeah so it seems like you know, we're not restricted in the foods we can eat. We're not having to not eat things that we normally eat. Um, we're still able to get to eat, yeah, the normal foods. So it sounds like you both managed quite well. And like you said, Emma, that the whole food vegan diet is probably better for pregnancy in that it gives you the energy, the fiber and the vitamins that probably keeps your energy levels up rather than someone who's, um, whether junk food vegan or junk food omnivore, you know, those foods can be quite sluggish, can't they? And they, um, mm. you kind of make life a bit harder. Yeah. So, um, Emma, did you tell your midwives that you were vegan? I did. And surprisingly, um, you know, they were quite, quite cool about it. She just like, she just suggested, she said to eat lots of pulses and, and, and that, and that sort of thing. Um, mm. So, but I, I think I was quite lucky with my midwife, but, but um, I do, I, but I do, I do know what you mean with them um, sort of general health, health professionals, yet, you know, um, so keep, try, trying to, trying to keep it yeah. quiet that you're vegan because you just, you just, you just think you just in the back of your mind, it's always there. They're going to like, it, 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 they're going to, they're, they're going to bring it up or something mm. Mm, they're being judgments about it. so again it's completely yeah. um varied depending on the person so it's not even very depending on the industry that they're in because it's like any midwife or doctor they vary from the knowledge they have or the openness that they have um mm. but yeah it's that fear of like if anything's wrong they just jump to veganism instead of anything else and then even then they jump to um eating meat instead of looking for the vitamins or the minerals that you're missing um I remember when I first uh, so I was vegetarian but I went to the doctor saying I think I'm low in iron and she said oh what makes you think that and I said oh because I'm vegetarian and she said but that shouldn't make a difference and I said oh mm. because I don't eat beans and lentils and she went there you go and so <laughs> she I really enjoy I think she might have been vegetarian herself but it was open-mindedness of like just because you're vegan or vegetarian shouldn't mean you're deficient in anything mm. but it's because you're not eating the foods that a vegan or vegetarian would get those minerals um vitamins from so um yeah it's just hit and miss isn't it and i think if it came up i'd happily share it but you don't want to be defending yourself all the time or unnecessarily having to do anything like you know that's it 
That's it. Just, just, uh, just as a note, like a bit of an off topic, I'm reading um, this uh, book called The Plant Based Baby and Toddler. It's by Whitney English um, and Alexandra Kasparo. Um, they've got a Facebook group called um, Creations of Plant Based Juniors. Um, but I'm just reading it at the moment. It's, um, I think it's a really great book for like for, for guiding you through for raising vegan kids. Talks about the minerals, the vitamins, and they kind of break it down in a very very simple way, so anybody can understand it and read it. But they've got um, like a really a really great chapter on iron, oh. um, like for talking about for like talking about for pregnant women and 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 for kids. Uh, um, one of the one of the key points is is that um, calcium and iron often compete for absorbency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so kind of kind of like how the whole in, whole whole health industry um, p- tries to push like ha- tries to push animal products like cow's milk and everything like that. Interestingly, um, calcium can inhibit iron. Mm. So it's kind of recommended, like, you know, for anybody not to, like, to avoid the high calcium foods when you're having your, um, having your iron-rich food, say, for example, having your lentils for dinner, you should, you should drink your milk separately. Mm, yeah. Whether it's dairy or whether it's um, your fortified soya milk. Or, or the, bro- the broccoli or the, the kale that you're, mm, you're wanting yeah. for the... Um... Uh, calcium or you know that you don't have it at the same time yeah that's yeah really so I, I just I just thought that was, in, that was mm. quite I, I'm sort of like I'm on page 35 I'm, I'm working my way through it but I think it's just a really really great book mm. talking of resources there are a couple I know there's definitely one on Instagram and Facebook um in America though prenatal vegan pregnancy um nutrition prenatal nutrition um so there are a couple of people i will i can't remember the names i didn't look them up before would have been helpful um but i will add them into the comments of this podcast to and into the facebook post to go and check them out because that's reassuring as well like having professionals share information about vegan pregnancies it kind of reassures you one that it's doable and it's okay but two giving you ideas um so one of them um okay yeah I'm not even going to try and think of her name was saying about instead of having almond milk in your uh, coffee when you go to the supermarket and when you go to the cafe or something having soy milk because it's higher in fat Mm. and um, I guess some other things too but those kind of things like even so it's not about the dairy and the non-dairy equivalents but even the modifications that you can make from your vegan diet because Mm. you're pregnant to try and up the nutrients in it Um, Mm. and like some other ideas of how to get iron or other proteins whilst pregnant and you're in your morning sickness and you just want carbs you know um food ideas for that so that's really helpful i will try and find those names and add them in um did you guys stay in hospital when you gave birth and what was that experience like particularly with food (laughs) Mm. so um so i so i i did stay overnight at the hospital um simply because I had such a, well, my birth wasn't that long in comparison to some births, but I did lose a lot of blood um, because she just, she just didn't want to come out. So ended up having four steps. So I had the whole, I had the whole plan of like, I, like minimum painkillers, like 45 minutes in, I was begging for pain relief. Um, 
but anyway I ended up um, staying in hospital overnight um sort of food wise um I had my I did, I did have a hunch that um there wasn't going to be an awful lot of um great vegan options so so like like literally um I, I, I bought all my, my own snacks like I, I bought some powdered coconut milk um, bran flakes crackers um some like little packet soups and just just loads of things like that um because I had it because like luckily like before going to the hospital they were all organized in my bags and I had everything all labeled ready to go um and yeah because I think the, the main the I think really the only vegan option was a jacket potato and baked beans and that was the same for lunch but um mm. but luckily I had my packet soups so so I just just had that yeah it's quite different because obviously mine are older so mine was sort of nearly nine years ago my first son um and it was straightforward and everything but I didn't really, I don't think I actually ate anything in the hospital because I think I just, I packed so many snacks like flapjacks and all that kind of stuff and mm. like cartons of like Alpro, you know, strawberry milk, that sort of mm. thing I'd put in. Um, so I think when they came around to ask for one of any food, I didn't want anything. So mm. I had him sort of, he was born at like 11.25 at night and then I was sort of gone by, you know, lunchtime the next day. So it was really only breakfast. So yeah, I just mm. ate my snacks. And then, yeah, my second son, he was born early in the morning and they came around and asked if I wanted anything. And I think I ended up with like a slice of bread and some jam or something. It was mm. very sad. But um, my sister, who's also vegan, she had her babies within like two babies in the last three years and she had C-sections. And so was in hospital for, you know, quite a few days um and yeah she had a really good time like she asked she told them she was vegan and they brought her a vegan menu and she was yeah having actual vegan meals so they were generally kind of based around a sort of bean casserole type thing and some sort of potatoes but so it's quite samey but they did actually have a vegan menu but yeah she said that you have to ask for it yeah. but there's a tip oh. <laughs> you have to ask for it because they might not know on the hospital isn't it that yeah some hospital hospitals are I say forward thinking it shouldn't be forward thinking but you know more accommodating to that and understand but mm. and then other hospitals they just don't have a clue I think in Cambridge someone was saying because this came up on a topic recently I think someone was saying that um you've got the food that's cooked fresh for the three meals a day and then you've mm. got the 24 hour seven food which is microwaved ready meal type things so like yeah. if you want if you miss a meal time you can ask for food but it's this uh, reheated food and apparently the three meals a day where it's cooked fresh they've got good options but then the reheated meals yeah. they don't have good options so it's like kind of getting your order in in time or um yeah, but obviously different people experience different things, even within the same hospital, depending on what time they're wanting the food or, mm. yeah, like you say, if they ask for it and or not and being prepared beforehand. Um, yeah, I'm at the moment planning a home birth, whether that oh. happens or not is another thing. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, last time, obviously being vegetarian, it was slightly different. I do remember having some bread and toast and a, 
they you know they seem to have vegetarian meals don't they but they tend to be cheese-based don't they mm, and yeah. um and even if they are um accommodating to your diet they're not always the healthiest either are they so it's like and i guess you've got to kind of be um, compassionate with yourself and be like you need to eat no matter what mm. but you'd think a hospital would want to be healthy eating and not be serving sausages yeah well sometimes <laughs> well, some sometimes like the omnivore versions and meals aren't awfully healthy no um because my my husband was in hospital a good couple of years ago um and one of the patients had just had a heart attack or, or something like that i can't quite remember but um but um the, the menu options were just very much you know what you wouldn't eat you know if yeah. you had example yeah. you know what, what you what you shouldn't be eating like bacon sausages fried yeah, red meat yeah that, that sort of thing mm. so yeah because I, I always i always think with uh, well my, my thought what the last menu, menus are like um they just just simplify them you know do like um make the base a bit vegan mm. and then if just you bits and then then you can add they can just simply like add to it or do like one nice stew one nice soup that every that everybody can eat mm. rather than like having like multiple options that's the thing with a vegan diet is it's like you have a, a meat food and then half the people can't eat it because they're vegetarian or vegan you have a vegan meal everyone can eat it and yeah, it's not like totally these inclusive. beans and lentils are unhealthy for you and that you don't no. want to eat them it's like it's they're cheap opposite. as well <laughs> yes they're cheap if you're doing whole foods plant-based you're not doing the yeah. um vegan chicken kiev on a plate for yeah hundred patients in a hospital that you know <laughs> Yeah, it's a better option. Okay, so before the time runs out on the recording, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, which you know I struggled to think about because I haven't bought anything, but any vegan pregnancy products. So the one thing I thought about is sometimes people buy like cream to rub on their tummy, um, mm. stretch marks and things like that. Um, to how to navigate what's vegan and what's not. I, and the other thing was clothes. They're the only two things I thought of that people might buy um, for pregnancy. But um, obviously clothes, you can um, try and just get bigger sizes of what you get. Or mm. there is quite a few, uh, I say, vegan clothes, as long as you avoid them wool and um, gut leather. Yeah, I bought um, secondhand stuff because there's mm. always maternity clothes and then like breastfeeding clothes and stuff. There's always secondhand things. So yeah. Definitely like check out sort of marketplace and like your local selling groups and things or ebay yeah yeah ebay yeah so, yeah, yeah so people use them and then move on don't they so there's always mm. stuff available same. Well, with my with my pregnancy i just wore my regular clothes for as long as i could up until five sort of six months and then and then when like they were really too small um that's when i started wearing sort of the stretchier stuff but yeah definitely if you know getting stuff off I think I think I actually got given a lot of um, maternity clothes mm. for my sisters because they had their babies so I just wore those um and but I did buy myself some secondhand breastfeeding clothes because um I had to look at how much they were full price and was like mm, I don't know how long I'm going to be wearing them for yeah, so they're, they're so lived aren't they so mm. I just bought some but I just bought a couple of bundles and you know they're, they're, I'm, I'm still I'm still wearing them now and what about any creams or anything? Did you buy anything extra like that? 
Oh, just any oils. You don't. You can use yeah. a, any oil. It's just almond. about softening the skin, isn't it? Really. To yeah. Whatever you want, almond. Um, we'll try and do a podcast about um, when baby's little, because there's a lot more products you need for a baby, mm-hmm. um, or you know, have on hand for like um, nappy cream or or anything like that. But um, yeah, the website I haven't looked because I haven't bought anything for me being pregnant. I, you know, I'm not even stretched that much yet. But living with warmth. Um, I think it's Helen who does the recordings with us here sometimes. She's got a website and that links products, vegan products, baby products, children products. So there's probably, if you want a belly cream or anything like that for stretch marks, it's probably linked in there. But like you say, Emma, just some oil that um, helps stretch well, or if, coconut if oil just, and you can mix it with some yeah. essential oils yourself. Um, you could even like use whatever moisturizer you usually use for yourself. Yeah just just use that up until you can't use it until like it's, it's used up sometimes it's kind of like a gimmick isn't it I remember like um I don't know if I bought them or I don't think I did buy them I think I got them as a gift but you've got like these little jars of mummy and me or something this is mm. from Lana's last my last pregnancy of like some oils or some moisturizer or something like that and it's just like another selling product to try and get you to buy isn't it it's like you say you can just use your moisturizer that you're using already there's doesn't need to be this extra um mummy related thing no that's that's it it's it's the same when the baby's born because um you you know you you can't you kind of think you need a load of stuff but you that you really don't Mm. but that's another conversation yeah (laughs) so before we end is there anything else you want to add about vegan pregnancy oh no yeah i was going to say about what other people said so not so we not necessarily telling the midwife or not telling the midwife but other people in your family or um friends or around the public if they know you're vegan and you're pregnant did you get any comments or anything not really i had i think like one person sort of just sort of say are you going to raise the baby vegan um Mm. and i said yes and she sort of said are you going to make sure they get their b12 like yes I will and that was kind of it (laughs) that was yeah that was really all I had I think with me because I've been vegan like all my life everyone's just used to it it's not like a new thing it's like yeah I think you're not doing something different they tend to leave me alone yeah that's Mm. it I'm I'm quite lucky in that I don't get questioned or put on the spot too much um, no, I don't. I don't think I got. I don't think I got any many any comments from anyone really. I don't think anyone at work realised I was pregnant until I was about six months along. Um, but I think most most people like most people I know that I've been vegan a while, and I think you know they know where, whatever they said wouldn't make any difference anyway. Mm. Yeah, I think so. But probably probably you know people do have their opinion, but they keep it to themselves or yeah I just I think maybe the times have changed a lot but I don't see how people can I say justify or believe that it can be unhealthy or less healthy that there's so much research and data and everything around it that um they haven't really got a leg to stand on when they say oh is that right particularly when they're telling you not to eat foods that are not vegan you know when you're pregnant it's like I think it's pretty telling isn't it yeah. that pretty much all the, all well, the foods that you're not supposed to eat are not pregnant. vegan surely they're not good anytime then you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah because um the uh with um so so with uh 
with, with, with fish, you know, the recommendations are for pregnant women and children, I think no more than sort of twice a week. Um, but the reason behind that is because of the toxins, mercury in it, yeah. that are damaging to like a little person's liver. Mm. And obviously like um, not, not great for you know, a pregnant woman e- mm. either. So there we go. Then, you know, why have it anyway if it's like yeah. they're toxin levels and it's not good for you? It's like, it's you know, anyway. I just, it's just yeah. down to the fact that our society is very drawn, you know, with yeah. it's very, very much, very much favours like being, you know, eating animal products. Yeah. Yeah. I think people have sort of taught their bodies to tolerate these things, haven't they? Whereas, tiny little baby bodies can't tolerate them yet so it's just yeah it's quite interesting yeah and kind of like uh like with dairy and everything like most people their body can't cope with dairy you stop having dairy for a while you you yeah. have back again and then your stomach can't cope but yet most yeah. people are fine because they've just got used to these dull side effects of like having dairy in their body and they don't just put it yeah. down to eating dairy is affecting them um, yeah. oh okay less than a minute Ooh, okay <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. thank you so much for coming on and sure. chatting to us i'll leave the notes in um comments in the notes links to anything and i'll see you on a podcast again soon see you soon okay. see you soon thank bye. you bye thank you for listening to today's episode i hope you have found it helpful in some way Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself or you can find the podcast on instagram at convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents or you can email me at conversations with vegan parents at gmail.com